Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the She Ventures Now podcast. I'm your host, Gay Nicole, and I'm also the founder and coach at SheVenturesNow.com, where I help single millennial women use strategies to level up in their career, their creativity, and their confidence. I'm excited today because today I'm interviewing Jabrina Speaks. Jabrina is someone whom I met at a networking event where she was co-hosting and she is the founder of a mentoring program called Royalty Inc. um, and a motivational speaker, coach, and business consultant. In this interview, I think you're going to be able to enjoy listening to her startup journey and the lessons she's learned along the way. It's pretty powerful stuff. So listen in and take note. Quick tech note, if you are listening to this podcast, what you're going to notice is during the interview, there is an echo on my guests. And um, so unfortunately, I cannot correct that problem. I don't know how to. And please bear with me. All right. Hey, Jabrina, how's it going? I'm good. And yourself? Doing really well. I wanted to start by just thanking you for joining me on the She Ventures Now podcast. I really appreciate you. I know that you're super busy. You're a powerhouse of a woman. And I'm just so grateful to have you on to share your startup journey of the Royalty Inc. And just more about your story. Thank you. What I want to say uh, before we get into the uh, conversation is that I appreciate you for having me on your podcast um, because you know it's something powerful when women can get together and share a story. So I just want to say thank you as well. Oh, you're welcome for sure. I want to I want to let the audience, um, the listeners, know how we sort of connected, and I think it's a pretty cool story of just how things happen, right? Like how connections happen. Mm-hmm. You and Suzette put on a brunch, and I thought the name of the brunch was extra cute. Like, chat. <laughs> I love it. Like, I almost want to use it. Yes, 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 yes. Exciting, exciting. It really brought the people out. It brought, it brought the ladies together. Yes, and I believe the theme and undercurrent was women's empowerment yes. um, within the brunch. First off, Kudos to you and Suzette for putting that together at such a really nice locale. It was really poised. It was very sophisticated. It gave us that feeling of like, we were meant to be treated like this, you know, like royalty. And um, I think that you guys just did a really good job planning and executing it. So I want to say kudos to you two for doing that. But in that event, I got a chance to hear a little bit of your story, a little bit of, you know, you guys partnering together, but also what you're doing with Royalty Inc. And how you're, you're wanting to sort of spread your wings and fly with that, that concept of women's empowerment. So, you know, I want to segue into your entrepreneurship story, your nonprofit entrepreneurship story, and just allow for a time for people to hear exactly what it is you do. Okay, well... Of course, um, I am the founder and president of Royalty Inc. Mentoring Program, and Royalty stands for Recognizing Our Youth's Ability to Lead Throughout Their Years. And of course, it sounds really, really, really long, um, because I get that when I go to the bank and things, they're like, oh my God, but I knew that um, royalty is such a powerful word, Um, and we wanted to make sure that it will allow 
the youth to be introduced. So that's why it says recognizing who they are to lead them throughout their years. And I started the organization um, seven years ago. Yeah. Um, I work for Broad County School Board. Um, so working with Broad County School Board, of course, I'm allowed, uh, around a lot of children. A lot yeah. of and working at a high school for 10 years, um, I used to always uh, connect with the young ladies there. They yeah. always would come to Miss Thompson, Miss Thompson, Miss Thompson. And um, God dropped in my spirit that it was time to birth um, something new. And I birthed royalty. Yeah. Um, royalty is for girls ages uh, 10 to 18 for the last six years. But this year, we are dropping our age down to eight-year-olds because we've had so many parents call us um, regarding lowering the uh, age limit. So it's eight to 18. Um, and our, um, our goal is to empower girls to become better women. Yes. Um, to show them what true sisterhood is. Our, our four goals are education, leadership, self-awareness, and service to the community. So it is a very big thing that we uh, teach our girls, teach our young ladies how to be women at a young age. Um, unfortunately, um, the social media and the, the, these different talk shows show them how women can be very catty and not get along, um, but then that is not true. Um, we, we show them what true sisterhood is all about. Love so it. Seven, seven years ago, we started it and we have been moving. Um, we have about 20, 25 girls in the organization. I would say that um, when God gives you something to birth and it's time to birth it, he will give you the vision and the provision to make sure that you do just that. And my biggest thing is to, um, as people, we are true servants. So yeah. it's time to serve our youth. Our youth uh, I went to an event the other day um, with um, uh, 5,000 role models yeah. um, uh, with our uh, state representative, Frederick Wilson. And so many things have been popping in my head sitting there and I'm saying, Lord, we're losing our youth. And it takes organizations and mentoring programs like mine to make sure that we are empowering them to become better when they become adults. I love it. I love it. I love it. I just do. I love it. Um, you know, it's funny. I didn't plan on saying this, but just as you were talking about how you're wanting to you've created this organization and how you want to really instill in these young ladies what it means to be a true woman. I'm being reminded right now and recalling in my own upbringing and journey of how my mom allowed me to get to know a lot of women in the church, you know, even when I was younger. And it's not that she was like, you need to go get to know this woman. It just happened just sort of serendipitously and just how life is. I had women in my life who were role models for me about womanhood, about taking care of myself, about propriety, about discipline, and what you're doing is so valuable because I'm so grateful for the role models like yourself when I was younger, you know, and the people who put on organizations that you're, things that you're putting together, it's, it's so impactful and it's so needed, you know? And I would say this before we go on, um, exactly what you're saying, um, connecting with women, what your mom did when you were smaller, but then it just shows that we were brought up the correct way because we would not be having this conversation if we did not have women to empower us to have a conversation with another woman. Yes. Um, so we would not be here if it wasn't for our, our leaders and our role models to say, 
um, Diane and Jabrina, learn how to speak to this person, learn how to do yeah. that, learn how to do that. And it makes sisterhood so much easier when we do these type of things. Yes, yes. So that, that's what it's all about. It is, it is. And we can't look to people on television to teach us that. No. It's just, it's no. just not going to happen. So, all right. So what I want to talk to you about is like what phase, well, give us some, 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 um, nitty gritty thoughts. Like, okay, what phase of your journey in this nonprofit are you? Like, are you, how many years have you been, been organizing and putting this on royalty? Are you in your first year, your second year? What year? Um, well, royalty is seven years old. Okay. Um, Yeah. Seven years old. Um, and, um, I will still consider it, even though it's seven years old, I would say we are still in our first year. Um, and only because what makes you say that? Seven years is you all, you know what? I think I think in ten years we'll be two years old. <laughs> um, I'm counting what dog years or cat years. Yeah, I've been so many years. And only reason I say that is because we're always evolving yeah. and we're always learning. So even though I can say seven years, um, but we are not to a, a level where we can't learn. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy for the seven year, but I think when I, when we turn 10, I'll say we're one year in the game um, because, you know, they, they always say businesses don't make it after three years or after five years. Yeah. Um, so that's what I mean by that. So sarcastically, I say one, but we are seven years old. And, and this has been a great journey because I'm learning um, seven years ago. Um, what was, I don't even know how old I was. I'll be 35 in November. So well, seven years from that gives us that age, what, 28 or something or whatever. Um, but you're learning and, and I'm still learning and I'm still growing. So um, it is, it is we, we, we are that uh, seven years, but we are still learning. And, I, and I'm using this, uh, this journey to teach me a lot. Um, because of course, when you're older than who you're really around, they teach you, they, the, the girls teach me more um, than what people uh, really give young people credit for. Yeah. They can teach you a lot of things. So, uh, but we're seven years old and I, I'm grateful that we're still moving. Um, I haven't thrown in the towel, um, even though there's days that you'd be like, oh Lord. But um, when you see the, the youth that you touch and, and you have young ladies are in their second year of college, reaching yeah. back out to you, um, just saying, oh, I miss you. Uh, can I talk to you about something? Um, reminds me of why royalty has started. Got it. Love it. I love all of everything about that. So here's a juicy question, right? Okay. Juicy question because with this podcast, what I've been really wanting to do is allow for a space for emerging entrepreneurs and movers and shakers like yourself mm-hmm. to give an authentic, realistic point of view, window into your life of navigating startup and navigating setbacks and failures and moments where you blundered and moments where you really learned, right? So my question to you is what has been your best failure moment? Now, here's the thing. I know some people get triggered with the word failure, right? Know that we don't really fail. If you're failing, you're actually succeeding because you're learning something new. But I say that because failure's hard still. Like it's mm-hmm. hard. It, it, mm-hmm. You know, it hurts right here. It does. It teaches us something. So I want to hear from you, especially because you have such a substantive amount of time in doing Royalty Inc. Like what has been something that was a setback or a moment in time where you blundered and it was like, man, it taught me so much. Um let me I'm trying to think of something. Okay, go ahead, girl. Um I, well, you know what? And let me see. <laughs> I would say grant writing 
Um, and yeah. it's probably like crazy, but of course, if you know that you have a nonprofit, you have to find funding. Yeah. Um, and you get your high hopes on this big grant, and then you get a letter saying, sorry, you wasn't chosen. Um, but in those particular um, in those particular situations, I would say this for me, um, because I would never forget I wrote one, I think for like ten thousand dollars um last year, the year before. And when I didn't get it and other people did, I was like, well, what? And I can hear God saying, telling me a few things in that process that one you to go back to see what you wrote. Um, so writing is number one, because maybe you left something out or maybe you was writing so quickly until you did not pay a lot of attention to what they were asking. Um, and the other thing is, I can hear him say that maybe you're not just ready just yet. And it's like, but I am and I want it. And it's like, no, do your research. Find out what you're getting yourself into. Um, so I would say those are uh, failure moments, yeah, but yeah. it did not take me to a place where I wanted to walk away. It just made me do my homework a little bit better because sometimes we get so um, comfortable in what we're doing. It's like, oh no, I have this. And it's yeah. like, oh, sorry, young lady, you don't have this. You need to go back <laughs> to the table and do this again. So I would say for nonprofits, um, sometimes the funding can be um, failure moments. Because you really want this, you know, the, the, your, you, you, you want your baby to grow. And it's like, but I don't have the funding to do just that. So what do I have to do? I have to go out and look for grants. But when you get those letters and those emails that say, uh, no, ma'am, um, you don't have it. Um, those are failure moments for me. But those are the best moments for me because it makes me go back to a place where I need to do my homework. I need to do my research. I need to find out what I'm doing. Right. Um, I would say um, when you get those letters, if somebody is listening to this, that are, that's a nonprofit and you're feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm doing all of these great things and I'm writing all of these great people, but I'm not getting the funding that I need, go back and read over what you wrote and get yourself prepared for it. Because though we may think we're prepared for it at that moment, we may not be. Um, and it may take another year to get to where you need to be. But don't give up because it'll take you to your next place. I love that. I love you sharing um, moments where you blundered. Here's why. Because I think entrepreneurship is such a blank slate of experimentation. And we forget like there, it's almost like when you fail, it's almost synonymous to when we're in school and we turn in our term paper and the, the professor or the teacher is like, nah, yeah, this, 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 this wrong. And it's not like, you know, that, that, that grade or that failure or those, those red marks need to define us. It's that now we know how to be sharper the next go around and we know how to really make ourselves excel at whatever yes. that goal or benchmark was. Because yes. if you never had somebody to say, well, you know, you shouldn't get it, then you you'll automatically think that you're sharp and ready for everything. And it's like, you know what I mean? So- and that's why when you use the word fail, I'm like, no, I think it's more, obviously the failures are the successors, the, the successors right? Uh, because they push you to your next. They're going to make you go back and they're going to make you do your homework. They're going to make yes. you do a little bit more research. It's going to make you kind of go back to your drawing board. And then by the time you come out again, it's going to be like, wow, I, yes. I got it. And yes. then you, I think you would appreciate the failure a little bit more because if you got it and don't get me wrong some things we get we get it the first try yeah you gotta work hard that second time the appreciation is a little bit better because you're like you don't understand i had to go back and i had to cry and i had to grow out and i had to go back to the drawing board mm -hmm. and then you say to yourself no you can't get this one because i had to work extra hard for this. 
so like those 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 moments are really great moments and they're really when you look at them being learning moments you don't even look at them being failures anymore yeah look at them being stepping stones to your next and when you get to the next thing you're gonna (laughs) not rush for it because you're gonna say you know what I messed up the first time, but the second time I got it, and the third time is going to be even better, and I'm going to know what to do. I'm not going to turn this paper in when I know I needed to go back and have some research on it. So those are the things that it's like, okay, guys, thank thank you for the failures, because my failures are only to get me to my next level. Yeah. Jabrina, you was about to preach. I heard it. I heard the organ in the background. I heard it. (laughs) Don't do that. Please don't do that. I was telling people when I started talking, and they're like, are you about to preach? I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, man. I hear it. Anyway. I just, you know what? I'm very passionate about it because I do talk to a lot of uh, people that want to start their nonprofits. Because besides having royalty, I have Jabrina Speaks. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, it, it's part of um, how, how long has Jabrina Speaks been out? Because I know they're, diff- they're different. Or they're- Not even a year yet. Not yeah. even a year. Um, okay. But it's, okay. it's the process of pushing people to their neck. It's the process of pushing people to birth what God has given to them. And that's my biggest thing. And I, I've sat with people that want to start their nonprofit. And they're like, what do I start? And I say, you know what? Write it all down. Pray about it. And you will get to where you need to be. I will work with you. I will help you birth this baby. I'm like a midwife around this thing. I'll be like, listen, push. It's time to push this baby out. (laughs) It is just, you know what? I am am just so big in helping the next person get to their next. So my my question is with Jabrina Speaks, what's your next? What, what are you going to be doing next? What, what is it? So we're working with people that are in the nonprofit world. We all kind of speak the same language and we like fund it, fund it, fund it. Like, yeah, what are we yeah. going to do next? What, are, what can we do to, to make this organization go? But I'm still a strong believer that when God gives vision, he always brings a provision. So when it's time to move to your next, he'll make sure that you have it. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Makes me want to do the Dougie. Hey. I know, right? Hey. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I want to hear some of your aha moments, right? Because I feel like, especially with the way you communicated and presented at the brunch mm-hmm. about three weeks ago, was it about a month ago? About a month ago? Yeah, I think almost um, a month. I feel like, and I mean, of course, you know, the brunch was a peak to right. who you free to speak with. I mean, you, right. you, got, you got so much juice. <laughs> I was like, I knew what they were doing. <laughs> they had more. Yeah. We only could give a little bit, just a little bit. You only gave a little bit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But um, I just feel like you had so much juice, Jarena, mm-hmm. so much juice. And I want to ask you to share with us some of your aha moments along the way. One of them already you've been talking about is just the fact that you know and you believe you're strong, you're you're strongly convinced that, you know, when God gives you vision, he also gives you provision. But what are some other aha moments or thought patterns you've had to overcome that led to an aha moment? Um, back to your failure, making them success movements. Yeah. Um, another aha moment. You know what? I, I, I keep saying it about the vision and bringing provision because I've had so many aha moments, but they always been because I did exactly what God told me to do. And that was to do my next. And that was to go to my next place. Um, And what I mean by that is that I always tell people that he can give anybody the vision that he's given you, but he's entrusted you with it. 
So what are you going to do to make sure that it happens? What are you going to do to make sure that you get to your next? You know what? I, am just, I, I just think that it's a slap in his face when we don't move. And it could be something so simple. I am so always, if I only do something one time at that aha moment, I'll take that one time. Um, Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, another aha moment, I'm just really trying to think because I think all of my moments are aha moments sure, because, sure, sure. and only because he has allowed Sabrina to do the event or to, to take the aha moment um, because he could have given it to anybody. So um, one day I did a, and I'll, I'll, I'll do one for Jabrina Speaks and then one for royalty. So this is a Jabrina Speaks um, moment, but just... Um, Saying, okay, God, where are you going to take your bring to speech? Your bring to speech is new. You've given me something. Um, what are we going to do next? Okay, God, I start praying, start praying. And just the aha moment for me was that I had the uh, the library, Brockheim Library, to do a, um, to reach out to me to do a, um, a book discussion. And it was an aha moment for me because I felt like, me? You, talk, you want me to come? Um, and even though I prayed about it, I was still like, oh my God, um, okay, so what would you like for me to do? And that will be the first Jabrina speech check. So I am definitely excited about that because they, they reached out to me. Um, one with royalty would be, uh, we always have a, uh, a rocking with royalty event and we had our first event um, maybe three years ago and I promoted and I did everything um, and I said, okay, well, maybe I'm thinking maybe a hundred, 160 people will show up. That's how much I set for. Uh, yeah, it was like 200 and some people showed up. And I was just like, wow. okay, Lord, how am I going to feed these people? He said, if I fed them with their one loaf of bread, I feed them with the rest. <laughs> so, yeah, so those are aha moments for me because I trust and believe, again, when he gives you a vision, he will yeah. always. So that 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 is that is the word. Those are the words I stand on completely because I have never, and I'm not, I'm not speak, I'm speaking from a humbling place, a sincere place. But every event that I have ever put on, he has always come in because I only do something that he tells me to do. I do not do anything for self. I do it for the next person. So as long as I know that somebody else is going to get something from an event that is taking place, that's what it's for. I love it. I love it. I appreciate this so much. No, I appreciate you. Yeah, this is so good. So good. I feel like people are really going to leave encouraged from hearing those aha moments. Oh, they they are. This is the next question then. Mm -hmm. This is really to try and get your sort of expert opinion. on What is the one thing that you think makes or breaks a novice entrepreneur? what breaks them is thinking that they know everything mm, um, really. yeah. not yeah. wanting to learn because sometimes we forget not being humble um sometimes we forget and though we may work really really hard to get to where we are we must still remain humble and we must still keep a heart and a mind of wanting to learn so i would say that may break them because they have gotten to a place um where they don't want to receive anymore um and then what will um 
will make them is to receive, um, to take them to their next place. Um, but I was, I focus more on the break because sometimes we forget and, 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 and we think it's all about us, but royalty has nothing to do with Jabrina has something to do with the young light ladies that I connect with. So that's what I mean. So I focus more on the break than the make, um, only because sometimes when we, when, when we start to elevate in life, yeah. we forget, we, we truly forget. And I'm always saying, God, humble me and keep me there. So I will never forget what you've, um, like what you're doing with me. So that's my biggest thing. I love it. Thank you for that. All right. So now is the rapid fire questions, which is just really succinct answers, short and sweet answers from Jabri okay. speaks on what does it take to be sort of an emerging successful entrepreneur? And there's seven questions. The first question is this, if business operations and branding were in a boxing match, who would you say would win? Brandon. Really? Why? I'm just curious. I'm curious. I want to hear why. Um, you know what? With the right branding, it could burn your business. Um, because with the correct branding, you'll the like the right people will see. Um, you'll be able like it'll take you to your next place. Yeah. So once you with, with the correct branding power. Um, everybody will know who you are. And not to say that's good or bad. I'm just saying it'll, it'll bring in the revenue. It'll bring in everything that you need. But you can, you can invest a lot of money into, into your business. But if nobody knows about it, it doesn't matter. So I think branding. I mean. All right. I like that. I like that. Number two. Number two. You've been given the task of writing the manual on entrepreneurship. Page mm -hmm. one, according to Jabrina Speaks, says. Mm -hmm. um, Stay humble. Stay, I feel like Kendrick Lamar. Stay humble. Stay humble. Stay humble. Um, but we stay humble and know that failure failures will allow you to succeed. That's chapter right. one. I love it. Number three. Now this is uh, this is not just a monetary question. Number three says the cost for Jabrina in starting her nonprofit business has been. What's the cost? Not, not just monetary. Not just money. Don't think, don't think I'm asking you how much have you paid into it. I'm asking okay. you what has been the general cost of you having to start something from scratch? Everything. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's everything. Yeah. Um, with with, with um, money, with uh, your spirit, with um, your thought patterns, um, just everyday life. Um, when you're getting ready to uh, birth something um, new in your life, uh, it's gonna cost you something. And 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 um, I'm gonna go to church just for two seconds. Go for for thirty seconds. Go for thirty seconds. Go. <laughs> but uh, but uh, it 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 costs it costs our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ something us to live again so it's gonna cost you something to get to where you need to be and though it may be uh lots of money but he 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 he, he took a lot for us so even though that didn't cost money that still cost a life so because i, I don't want to give a dollar amount um because okay just to, to 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 get a name it's 80 something dollars and back then to get a 501c3 it was a thousand and some dollars but 
that doesn't mean anything when when children's lives are being impacted. So that's what I mean. Like, okay, we can throw out dollar amounts, but the the true amount is to see a difference in a young person. Yeah, I love the way you answered that question. I love it. (laughs) Number four, great customer service or great client service or great Mm -hmm. service in general, nonprofit wise, would be. Um, have a listening ear um, when it comes to the youth. Um, so great customer service will be have that listening ear for our youth. Um, even with Jabrina Speaks, when I talk to a lot of different women um, and men, um, it's just kind of listening to what they're saying because a lot of people um, feel like they're talking to people, but they're not listening. And my mom preached a sermon on um, the difference between hearing and listening. I can hear you. Wait, wait, I- did you say your mom preached? Is that what this is? Oh, okay. We got well, I should have shared that part, but uh, she she did say uh, she 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 spoke on a sermon about listening and hearing, and there's and they they are different because I can hear you does not mean I'm listening to you. Um, so that being said, um, I would say um, good good customer service is listening to your customers. Love it. I love it. Number five, what's your personal philosophy on sales? Because I know you're nonprofit, but you're still in sales. Right. And you know what? Um, even even with the Jabrina Speaks part, that that's a profitable business. Yes. Um, but I will tell anybody, actually, I mentioned it at the um, I don't know if you heard that part, but I mentioned it at the um at the brunch. Yeah. Um, I never look at numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and only because I notice when I haven't, I've always had the overflow in them. Um, I watch them, but I never uh, like, oh, some people have a, like a, a mind, a goal set in mind. Like I need to sell 80 tickets at this amount for this cost. And my biggest thing is that God, whoever you're going to have, that ain't going to come. So at that moment, but then I end up saying, so if I have the 80 in mind, um, but he'll bring in 160. Mm-hmm. So I always prepare myself for the large because even when I started royalty, the first time I started royalty, I would never forget I said, I don't care if two people come or 200 come, I'm going to run it like a million dollars. And that's what I did. And on that night, I had 25 girls show up on my first night, just first night, just one meeting, just randomly putting the flyer out saying I wanted to start royalty seven years ago. So I was not focused on a number of like, well, I want 50 girls to start on this day. I just said, I don't care how many of them show up. They'll show up. And I was blown away. So that's an aha moment too. But I was blown away of the amount of people that showed up because I couldn't believe that they actually came. And I think that's because I was not just focused on a number or a body of a person. I was more or less of, okay, whoever you send, this is who you want me to work. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Number six. Okay. Who is your business mentor or who would you say, and even if it's not like someone who you regularly meet with, sometimes mm-hmm. we get mentorship because we heavily invest in personal development. And so we have like virtual mentors or people who we listen to their, you know, their, um, their books, their podcasts, their tapes, whatever. Who would you mm-hmm. say has been like your functional uh, well, besides my mom, yeah, <laughs> definitely somebody that has been pouring into me and my sister and brother since the beginning. Her and my dad has been heavy mentors. 
um, in our life. There was nothing at a young age that we say we wanted to do that they would not allow us to do. I don't care. I would never get, I was selling keychains and sodas and stuff under a tree and she would purchase them and be like, here you go. So that's number one mentor. Um, but another mentor I, I always listen to um, that gives me good revelations of where I'm at is actually Bishop T.D. Jakes. I knew um, he was going to say it. I didn't want to say it for you. But I, <laughs> but I am I am always, I mean, I've, I've had Steve Harvey, but um, Bishop T.D. Jakes is, right now is doing a, a series on soaring. Yeah, girl, I got the book. Immediately. <gasps> girl. So, uh, so yeah, so that, 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 that too, that too has been uh, my mentor, uh, besides again, family members and things like that. But when it comes to the book writing and, uh, um, my, my, one of my, my last pastor, Pastor Tori Phillips, um, same thing with the book writing and things like that, uh, reading his books and, um, has a book called Enjoy the Journey. So just reading those books and kind of give me, but yeah, so yeah, I, but those two and my mom, yeah, but yeah, um, TDJ. I love it. Number seven, our last rapid fire question is what has been your greatest success moment so far? You might've already said it. I don't know, but even if it's smaller, minute, it's just something very, very significant to you. I want you to feel free to say that. Like what's been your most, your greatest success moment? I have one every other Saturday when I go to royalty and I have those girls there. So those are, that's that's, that's my, my, my biggest success moment. So yeah, um, to go to a meeting every other Saturday and have those girls show up. Love it. Ah, I love it. Now, <laughs> here's the grand finale. Here's the grand finale. It is a question, um, and it ties back into the online life coaching brand that I've developed called SheVenturesNow.com, and that's really where I help millennial young professional women um, take quantum leaps in personal change, and most of that change can be res- resetting their career, so changing it, or leveling up their love life, or even starting a business from scratch, which is something you've done. Um, What I'm trying to espouse in the brand that I'm creating and have created is that lifestyle redesign is common to all those types of changes. If you're going to start a business, if you're going to level up your love life, if you're going to change your career, you're ultimately, you're going to redesign your life. Mm -hmm. So it's not just compartmentalizing you know, I just want to change my career and that's it and nothing else. No, 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 no. You're going to be redesigning your life. It's not just, oh yeah, I just think I'm going to start a nonprofit and impact the community. I need to redesign my life, you know? Mm-hmm. What I want to ask you in closing, this is kind of a, 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 an encapsulating question. What would you say has been the main way that you've had to redesign your life as you've started your nonprofit business and even Jabrina Speaks, the speaking business? How have I had to redesign my life? Um, putting my 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 clients first um, when it comes to Jarena Speaks, but putting my girls first because I I, I don't have any children um, mm-hmm. uh, naturally. Um, so of course you go from being a, a somewhat of a single woman to having thirty girls that if their parent call you have to get up and you have to go to. Right. Um, so I would say that part, so that, that that's how I've had to redesign my life. And not to say um, that I haven't had to do that before, you know, dealing with a niece or a nephew or something like that. But because this is my baby, I have to make sure that I am there. So redesigning my life, I definitely, um, when it comes to the meetings and things, I have to tell people, oh, no, I can't meet at that time because I have to go to my babies. So, um, yeah. That's how I redesigned my life. I had to change. Serious. Um, 
Yeah, it, it definitely is. And I will tell anybody that's getting ready to start a business is to make sure that they go into prayer about it because yeah. it, it does take you to another level and you can't just like, oh, I want to do it. And then, oh, and if you do that, you know, just, okay, well, you have because you have to rearrange your schedule to, to fit what's getting ready to take place, especially um, with, 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 with what I do. I work with you. So there may be, I never get there with the time I had to go to somebody's home at nine o'clock at night. Did I want to stay in my bed? I could have, but I had to rearrange my schedule to make sure. So for me, that's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh my gosh. This has been super encouraging and super affirming. And I think that a lot of women, especially the young women that you're already serving, um, and I'm sure you're telling your story all the time, but again, just to have it somewhere that they can easily access on demand. I think that a lot of people can glean a lot of wisdom from you and take encouragement from your story. Thank you for making the time. I know you went to church. I know you had things. I did. I did. I know. I know. <laughs> I know you're building your empire, but I just really want to say, um, I appreciate hearing your story in its entirety. I appreciate you making the time and I'm so grateful to God that I crossed paths with you. Me too. Connections, connections, connections. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I think what you've started is incredible and I'm encouraged personally by you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If there's anything that I can do to help you, please um, let me know. That's all I have for you today, friends. If you're interested in strategies to level up in your career, creativity, or your confidence, check out my coaching services at SheVenturesNow.com. That's all I have for you today, friends. If you're interested in leveling up in your career, creativity, or your confidence, schedule a free consultation at SheVenturesNow.com.